Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat. Another interesting topic I have uh, with me, Mehvish. How are you, Mehvish? Waalaikum salam. Alhamdulillah, I'm good and super excited to kind of talk about this very controversial topic. Our today's topic is divorce or not. As you mentioned, it's a very controversial topic. But we should understand that this is a allowance that is given to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So after you have tried every possible option to save your marriage, which is highly encouraged in our deen, and uh, it is good for our dunya and akhirah as well, there are a lot of valid reasons to actually go for divorce. And you will have to be your own judge, of course. You will have your own reasons. You will have to come to this conclusion yourself after, um, you know, after assessing and analyzing your own particular situation. So we're not judging for anybody here, but we're just mentioning some valid reasons uh, for divorce for which if someone comes to you for help or an advice uh, with these kind of issues, you're not supposed to tell them to keep quiet and just be patient or hope for a change, hope for things to get better automatically. And that is why we need to provide the right kind of help. And, uh, and the right kind of help is actually approaching the people who are knowledgeable in this field, who are well-practiced in this field. Uh, they have good experience in helping people in their um, marital issues and that is where I would bring up our previous episode that talks about premarital counseling you might want to go check it out as well um, premarital counseling can actually help remove a lot of um, hurdles and obstacles which could come later in the marriage so you know you're, you're going to be able to deal with a lot of things before you enter into a relationship so it is smoother, inshallah. It's never going to be perfect. It's, every relationship has its uh, set of challenges. And um, all we need to do is equip ourselves to deal with those challenges successfully, inshallah. Right, Mavish? I agree. I think, as I said, premarital counseling is such a great tool just to kind of pick out the red flags, give the tools. Um, and even when you um, are in the marriage, it's such a great idea to go back for professional help or counseling so that that issue doesn't just keep going and going. I think and there's nothing wrong with asking that kind of help. As um, family members, we should be able to help people. We should be, um, you know, we should learn how to really counsel and advise anyone who comes to us for advice. But unfortunately, we are not. And we need to accept that. We need to acknowledge that. So always direct people towards the professional help, people who have experience in this field, inshallah. Islam does not teach us to suffer quietly. Patience is not suffering quietly. Patience means you need to do the right things. You need to take necessary steps to make lives easier for ourselves and others as well, inshallah. So what could be the valid reasons for divorce? The first, the most valid reason for divorce is physical abuse. So if you are in a marriage 
where you don't feel safe, where you feel like your life is in danger, where you're getting beat up every day, you know, you don't know what to expect and you're living in a state of, of fear uh, and don't know what to expect, you know, suddenly what's going to happen, marriages are very unhealthy marriages and uh, it's, it's certainly not safe for a person to stay and continue this marriage. Yeah, definitely. If it's something, um, if you're getting physically abused, it's not creating the right environment. It's creating a very hostile environment that you are always in fear of getting hit if you do something wrong. So you're always in a state of anxiety. And then if you add kids to that equation, it just creates a more toxic environment. Mm-hmm. And that's when you really need to figure out things that if you want your children to be watching this, if you want your kids to be part of this and putting kids aside, if, if this is something you, it's okay for you to go through. No one deserves physical abuse, no matter what. So you need to start reevaluating where you are and start planning on how you're going to get out of that marriage because mm-hmm. no one deserves that. And Allah Ta'ala has given you that option. So it's okay to take it. And I don't think anyone should be sitting down and telling that person that it's going to get better. Unless you're seeking professional help, just praying and wishing for it is not going to change anything. It's time to get out. It's time to protect your kids and yourself. Mm-hmm. And as a role model to your kids, what what are you teaching those kids, you know, when they are observing all of the, those things happening in front of them, they're seeing their mother getting beat up or in very, in rare cases, but yes, it, it exists that the wife is uh, physically abusive towards husband. Uh, so we can't ignore that fact, you know, it's either way. Um, so a, a child that is observing all of that is going to either create the same mm-hmm relationship in future or is going to be get beat up him or herself right so in both cases we are not raising healthy human beings then right Uh, I would say as a role model it's that person's that parent's responsibility to actually opt for divorce because you teach kids that you, you need to speak up you need to stand up for yourself and do what's right hundred percent if you are if the child is watching this abused he is there are high chances of him or her either becoming an abuser or an abused person because that's what they've known all their life and mm-hmm. if they see that this equation keeps happening and either one are okay with it he's gonna think or he she's gonna think that it's okay it's a normal part of life to be uh, hit or to hit That's just how communication takes place. So it's something definitely to sit down and consider that how can you change this environment? If you're not able to change it, then you need to move away from this relationship. Yeah. Our second point, which is emotional and psychological abuse, which could be by itself and it's no less painful than physical abuse. It's very harmful for your self-esteem, self-confidence, your performance in life, in um, career, everything. 
it could be accompanied with physical abuse as well, but it could also, it's naturally, I mean, if someone is being physical abused, they're definitely getting uh, emotional and psychological mm -hmm. abuse along with that. But it can also exist by itself. And I think that's the trickiest, most insidious type of abuse. Mm -hmm. because when it's happening the person who is happening to the victim themselves might not even be aware of it exactly. if there's a lot of emotional manipulation if it's a lot of narcissistic acts or even um a kind of like a very abusive cycle where the person is super nice to you and then they turn on you and then they apologize and, and, and you're just caught up in that circle Lovely. and the cycle and you have no idea, or uh, they might even be gaslighting you when you are aware of it. Mm -hmm. When you are talking to them about your emotions and how they're hurting you, they could turn around and say, you are overreacting. I am not doing this to you. I am not making you feel that way. If you feel that way, there's something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it's something that people don't really understand or understand the harmful, like, effects of it how it can be lifelong how it can just destroy someone's self-esteem and just personality and character as a person in physical abuse you can see the bruises you can see the hurt mm -hmm. you can see the trauma but in emotional abuse there's nothing to see it's just that person talking to you and if you're not able to understand where they're coming from if someone comes to you with that trauma and you are either minimizing it or not understanding it then you're hurting that person a lot more this is also the time to get that professional help the minute you come aware of it not to wait too long you get that help so that you're able to strengthen yourself and move out of that relationship if that person is not willing to change it believe you know when someone comes to you and they're telling you that they are being emotionally abused or they're sharing the incidents that's are that are happening in their life but they are not able to see how they are being emotionally abused but you can see it as a third person as an outsider too so you help them realize that you know my friend you are being emotional abused to so wake up to that fact and unfortunately these the these two points are happening a lot in our society, in our marriages. We tell them to keep quiet. We tell them to, you know, think about your kids. We tell them to think about society, what people are going to say and make dua or maybe you're not worshiping enough or, you know, um, do more for this person to please him. Or worse, you turn around and you say that your your husband or your wife loves you so oh, much just crazy it loves you so much that they're obsessed with you mm -hmm. that controlling your behavior how you dress who you meet who you talk to what you eat everything is controlled because they just love you so much to mm -hmm. the point of obsession and it's that's not healthy it's, it's not healthy if the other person is not feeling the love it's not healthy. Yes. Yeah. And it's not okay. Yeah. And your emotional stress could be manifesting physically where you're losing hair or you're, I don't know, it's the skin is, you, you, yeah, you're fatigued, you're, you're losing your hair, your, your skin is damaged. You, yeah. you look visibly sick. Right. You're yeah. not, you get insomnia, you're not able to sleep, you're depressed all the time and you 
are wondering why this is happening. And people are maybe telling you just taking on too much stress. When if you dig deeper, it's all the emotional stress that you're under. Yeah. So these two reasons are absolute reasons to opt for divorce because the person is not safe in this environment. And this, if the if the children are involved in the situation, then they're also not safe. It's better to see two separated parents who are happy on their own. Most of the people, when you ask them, why are you doing all this? They would tell you that that's what I know. That's how Mm -hmm. it's done. That's what I've seen. And uh, they they come out as very practicing religious people. And they're well known in the society, respected. But when they go back home, they Mm -hmm. are ugly as heck. Yeah. And, and that's something definitely they should be self-reflecting on. Mm-hmm. If your ibadah, if your prayers are not translating into your behavior mm-hmm. and how you treat others, it's definitely something you should be self-reflecting on. If yeah. you are treating your wife when you go home this way, if you're treating your kids this way, it's 100% Islamically wrong. If we remember the hadith of the Prophet where he says that the best among you are the ones who are best with their families, and yeah. I am the, I am the best. Yeah. Uh, of course, Prophet is the best, and but but see what he says that if you want to be a good person, you need to be your utmost best behavior with your family. Yeah. And wife is the first of that, you know. Um, your I wife mean, is your family basically exactly. your kids will grow up and leave yes. you yourself you leave your parents and move on but your wife or your spouse is somebody who is with you for for life yeah is it, it hypocrisy exactly it, it's it's sadly only Allah can judge them but this these are actually hypocritical trait definitely yeah you know? these yeah. are the actions that you're doing in the privacy of your home yeah. So the next is um, infidelity, mm-hmm. infidelity, mm-hmm. having an affair of some sort. You know, um, I it, personally, I believe if you are spending any kind of private time with another person uh, outside your marriage, uh, that would count as cheating for me. Uh, that nobody else knows about. You're hiding your text messages. You're hiding if you're meeting. You're not. You know, it needs to be transparent. If you're hiding something, that's cheating. I have not met someone who has who has a better marriage after an affair, but I've heard of it, which kind of it's hard to believe because if I put myself in that situation, I don't think things are going to ever be the same. Yeah. Because well, affair is not as second marriage. You know, that's two different things. Yeah, so different. Uh, there is a halal and the haram involved. So, you know, um, what do you think, Harish? Because it's such a hard thing to come back from. We, it's, so, it's so much harder to trust your spouse after that. I mean, it just kills your self-esteem and, and trusting that person again. It's so very, very hard. And I think it could be both physical or emotional infidelity. It could be this person who doesn't want to spend time with you and instead is chatting online with another woman, that person is then kind of distanced himself from you. It's just, that's just what it shows. 
Mm -hmm. And I think it's very hard to trust that person. And trust is the foundation of every relationship. If you don't have that, what do you have? Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, I don't think I, I don't, personally, I don't think I would be able to accept that. I guess you just have to find your red line. Yeah. Where is your red line? Are you, if you're okay, and if you think that person has changed completely and you can then trust that person, then it's your uh, option or your decision to make, but it varies person to person for sure. Yes. And I would think if you, if you are a person who fear that you might fall into that, you need to have a conversation with your spouse before you end up cheating. You know, you know yourself better. You know how strong or weak you are. If you are coming to a point where you fear you might fall into a sin because of your marriage, you need to start that conversation. You need to be brave. Um, mm-hmm. and, and because it's not only a sin with your spouse, it's also a sin in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah, you know? you're doing a huge, uh, huge sin there. Yeah. I think it's completely unfair to the other person that if you're not interested in upholding the values of that marriage anymore, mm-hmm. then you need to step away. It is not right that you're going to stay in that marriage and try to hold on to another relationship if you're cheating on that person. Yeah. Or trying, and uh, you need to give up that person if you're going to make that change and go way beyond for that person to trust you again. Right. Yes, it's difficult. And, you know, as we know, uh, the hadith of the Prophet that mentions that zina starts with eyes. You look at something and then everything follows. Mm-hmm. So this is how uh, severe zina is. You know, it, it's a big sin in Islam. Zina does not actually mean that particular action. That last, that's the last step when you right. go physically intimate with somebody out of uh, marriage. That's actually the last step. There's a lot that has happened before that brought you to that point. So if you fear you might fall into something like that, you need to seek help yeah. right away. Yeah. Um, and yes, like you said, there is there are levels and um, every person uh, are at their own place with this. If you can work it out, if you can solve the issues, of course, keeping the marriage together is always going to be the first choice, inshallah. And if you can't, that's also okay to mm-hmm. end right uh the next point is neglect which can also lead to infidelity i think you yeah. know i don't know our society thinks that women don't have physical needs <laughs> the women are always emotional they're too needy which is also not true but if your financial needs are met all of that is supposed to be ignored yeah, um, that that's the thing. I think it's very interesting where someone would say, okay, he is not taking care of you emotionally or physically, but if he's providing you with meals and a home or in shelter, basically, you should be okay. Mm-hmm. And my, I, my question is always, that's not what marriage looks like. That's a hotel, basically. <laughs> yeah. It's, you're providing them a free rent or a room maybe even a rental a free room to live in but Mm -hmm. you're refusing to open yourself up and connect with them on a physical and emotional level 
that's not a marriage. If it's something both have agreed on, that would make sense. If they just yeah. that's yeah, just some situation, people can compromise on that. Right. If that's just the stage of their marriage, they reached where that's what they want to do. Okay. But if it's something that the other spouse is demanding and and the person is not willing to give that, it's something definitely to evaluate that relationship can withhold emotions affection you know a person needs it maybe you need it less than the than your spouse but if they need it you gotta give it to them right and that's also something we talked about on last video where you get to know the other person's love language yeah for some people it's physical interaction like hugging and holding hands and all that is their love language that's how they express love and if they are with a person who refuses that, who uh, is not willing to give those words or action, it's very damaging to the other person because they're thinking this person doesn't love me. And that's when you sit down and talk about it, effectively communicate that, okay, this is how I want it. I feel you're neglecting me that way. So the other person should be able to provide that. Mm-hmm. Because if you love the person, you should be able to provide that, right? Exactly. Yeah, so, and I think, yeah. And mm-hmm. that also leads to emotional, I think, aspect of it. It's kind of an emotional abuse also if you know yes, knowing that the person needs it and you're withholding it mm-hmm. just to hurt that person. That's also a form of emotional abuse. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's used to punish the person, you know? Yeah. And that's that's abuse. Parents do that to kids, and that's yeah. abuse. That's uh, yeah. you can't do that. So neglect is a a reason where if both parties are you know both parties agree to work on, it's a very easily solvable issue. But if someone is stubborn on it, like I just don't want to do it, but the other spouse really needs it, and that's hurting their self esteem and um making them doubt themselves and feeling hurt, feeling sad, feelings of not being enough, you know, because it does go down to that deep. It will put a person into depression. It will Mm -hmm. put a person into self-doubting themselves um, extensively. And that's very harmful. Sometimes in situations you want to compromise, you can't compromise on a financial neglect because that will you will suffer and your kids will suffer as well. The whole, whole, it's actually going to bring up a lot of emotional uh, and psychological abuse in, in it. And it sometimes end up being a, a physical abuse as well. So mm-hmm. that's, um, that's something I don't think um, it's difficult to compromise on. Um, emotional compromise, yes, it depends on person to person. Again, some people may be strong enough to deal with it. And they might find their attachment somewhere else. They might find another way of fulfilling, halal ways, of course, to fulfill their emotional needs. Um, Some people, you know, when they stay busy in charity, studying, helping others, things like that, you know, that helps them. Or surround yourself with the right kind of crowd, surround yourself with good friends. Um, That also helps to fulfill your emotional needs. Um, So if you can come up to that, conclusion well and good for you uh, but you know if it's not working out it's okay to get out another reason 
why someone would want to get a divorce would be if if the situation in the household is cats and dogs fighting with each other <laughs> yeah um that's really really damaging for the kids and the people who are fighting with each other because that makes you really bitter you end up hating each other which you don't wanna i mean hate is not a a feeling that you want to keep in your body mm -hmm. so if you are constantly constantly in a battle with each other you keep trying to one-up each other you keep trying to belittle each other you keep trying to dismiss each other and then you know it doesn't stay there you actually are going out and defaming oh yeah as well in this situation and here i we would not i would not talk about physical and emotional abuse because you know you just want to get even with the other one um that's a very very toxic environment to live in it's it's pretty much slow poison for each other and for the kids because if you have created such a hostile environment where you're fighting like cats and dogs, if you're bad mouthing each other mm -hmm. and you're creating this really toxic environment at home, it's time to leave that relationship because you are affected mentally and physically and emotionally. And um, and also you are losing your deen there. Yes. If you are hating each other and cursing each other out and you're bad mouthing and then you're going out and gossiping and defaming your spouse what is left there in that marriage to be in that marriage for if you're not able to be civil and respectful and you're hurting yourself on so many levels it's time to either try to change that or if you're not able to leave that relationship because that's again it goes back to what we talked about emotional and physical abuse the kids are watching they are looking at all your actions and the behavior you're modeling and they're gonna either perpetuate it or they're gonna try to get far as far as possible from that behavior mm -hmm. and it's just such a horrible environment to be in and to bring up kids in that environment and what kind of islam are you showing this is this is your theme and you're messing up your akira at the same time yeah yeah exactly and we keep bringing kids into our examples because kids are one of the most important reasons people stay yes in a marriage so um you know we need to also think that if we are, if i am staying for the kids then i need to be civil how are you going to create a safe and positive environment Mm -hmm. How are you going to stop yourself from becoming a bitter, depressed person, right? How are you doing that for yourself? As you mentioned, if you're going out in um, kind of energizing yourself with positive action and filling your emotional needs outside of that home and you're creating a civil and respectful environment, then that is something that you can thrive in, your kids can thrive in. It, mm -hmm. it would be possible. It's hard. But if you're creating a very toxic environment where you yourself are depressed and bitter and might be physically or emotionally abusive with your kids even because you don't have that patience anymore, then is this, is this marriage good for you? A relationship working out for you? That's something definitely you need to reconsider and ask yourself. 
Yeah. And Allah says in the Quran, Allah will open doors of barakah for both of the spouses. Think about it, you know, trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more, sticking together and hating each other, being the worst person, uh, yeah. which you're not. Maybe you're not that person, you know, yeah. you're not that evil person, but you become that. You compromise your own self just yeah. because you want to, you, you have to stay with this person you can't stand. And, yeah. you know, there could be you could be two good people yeah just not getting along just not matching up and that's fine uh, it's perfectly fine to separate in this kind of situation you're actually going to saving your akhara like that and i think all of the reasons we have discussed are compromising your deen mm -hmm. okay. mm -hmm. when somebody is physically emotionally abused they are not being a good muslim at that time the one who is doing it is not being a good Muslim at the time. When you are committing infidelity, when you are neglecting someone, when you are constantly fighting with each other, you're not being a good Muslim. Yeah. And we need to create a marriage and get together with a person who facilitate that for us, who facilitate for us to become a better human being, a better Muslim. And that's the purpose of marriage in Islam. Mm -hmm. You marriage. Definitely, you should be bringing out the best in each other instead of the worst. Um, you should be walking down that spiritual path together. The next generation doesn't want anything to do with marriage, which is sadly, we have reached that point. But we have to look at the deeper issue. Yeah. What have we, what have we given them as families, as community, as a community? What tools have we given them? What role models, what kind of marriage models have we given them? I would in emphasize on premarital counseling here that can prevent a lot of damages that ha that might happen in a marriage. I know having these hard conversations is hard. Mm -hmm. but we need to be brave now because we can't yeah. just imagine that things will get better somehow. You know, he's going to change. You know, some people won't change. Yes. You can't force a change on someone else un until that person, him or herself, wants the change. We can't. Yeah. We need that shock in your life. You know, sometimes a man needs to hear a wife standing up and say, I'm done with all of this. Mm. Not gonna, unless you work on yourself, I'm not going to take, take any more of this um, we need to encourage people to talk about their problems with an intention of seeking a solution mm -hmm. not just mm -hmm. to gossip you know yeah. Uh, yeah. but find a solution find uh, ways to improve your marriages find different tools you know sometimes I see men if they know one way and mm -hmm. it's not working out they keep doing the same thing they don't change their strategy. If it's not working, change it. Yeah. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with in being innovative? What's wrong with learning? What's wrong with trying new things? It really comes down to both adults basically actively participating and working in that marriage. Both of them need to be 100% involved in trying to find solutions instead of finding problems in their marriage. To be more active communicators and listeners 
Mm -hmm. right it's a give and take and I think just with that so many things can get resolved and and I think um, that's where the test also comes in where how you divorce each other are you respectful and civil Mm -hmm. or are you just going around really bad-mouthing that person yeah yeah I think another one of valid reasons I would like to add is just popped in my mind is haram income if there is a haram income involved some sort you know, then a woman should take a stand of encouraging her husband or standing up against it. You know, he needs to bring halal income in the household. And that would be a very valid reason to um, get out of that marriage if he persists. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yes, like you mentioned, uh, how the divorce process is happening. It needs to be respectful. It needs to be um civil and that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says no one none of them should use anything to harm each other and peacefully divorce it's it's not like you're the first person getting divorced it's not like you're the last person getting divorced make it as peaceful as possible and smooth as possible for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remember that every action we perform has to be pleasing towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that should be our intention whether we meet whether we part one of the seven people who are going to be under the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are the people who are going to meet for the sake of Allah and part for the sake of Allah. And divorce can be a source of pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if it's done for the right reasons, in the right way, in the most civilized and um, peaceful way, and not using children or finances to hurt the other person emotionally abuse the other person through the process it's painful for both parties we all understand that it's not the first thing you would go for you don't get married to get divorced it's not a happy event it's always a sad thing in life so make it easier for each other if you are going through a divorce in a, in a situation so you know make it easier inshallah and if you make it easy for someone else Allah will make it easy for you in the future and Allah will open doors for you from where you you can't even uh, imagine where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be, bring goodness and barakah in your life, inshallah, inshallah. So have that intention. And with that, inshallah, we're going to wrap up our today's episode. Please share, like, and subscribe to our channel. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, if you have any feedback, give it to us, inshallah. We're looking forward to it. And until our next episode, assalamu alaikum. Like the song.